I'm Ashley. And I'm Lacey. And this is United States of Murder's very own Wacky Wednesday. Here we are with Wacky 46. 46. I don't have my notes open yet, but yeah. How many do you you have? One. Two. (laughs) Per use. Ugh, and I need to Google a word on how to pronounce. Well, you Google it while I'm telling you about this one. It's going to make you feel emotions. Oh, man. Ew. And I'm going to try to get through this without turning into Julia Sugarbaker. Ugh. So a man in Australia accused a hospital in Melbourne of causing him to develop a psychotic illness after he watched his wife undergo a C-section. Oh, my. Well, you and the pregnant I know. stuff, I swear I, to God. I know, I know. So Anil Coppola tried to sue Royal Women's Hospital for letting him watch his wife give birth via C-section in 2018. He unsuccessfully sought $1 billion Australian dollars, which is about $643 million. He filed this through the Supreme Court of Victoria in Melbourne. The cesarean was a success, but the man said in the lawsuit that the hospital failed in its duty to take care of him by letting him watch the procedure. He said the hospital encouraged and permitted him to watch the operation and seeing his wife's organs and blood caused him psychological injury. Um, sir, her body was... Could he not close his eyes at any point? I mean... Her body was literally sliced into like a fish being gutted, but somehow you were traumatized? uh, Yeah, sorry, no. This man, just close your eyes. Was it like a... Yes. Clockwork orange, they had his eyes pried open, they were making him watch. So here's the thing. A C-section, when you have one, I had one. Yeah. There's a big, they hang a big curtain up. Yeah, I've seen, yeah. You can, you can sit there by your wife. You don't have to stand up and watch it. No. So a C-section is a common operation in which surgeons deliver a baby through a cut made into your tummy or your womb. The surgical procedure is often performed when another course is too dangerous or difficult or mm-hmm. poses a risk to the mom or the baby. Like if you can't deliver... I had one because Max was too big and he could, I mean, they tried to he get him out, but he was stuck on my pelvic bone yeah. and he just, they couldn't. Mm-hmm. So according to the Center for Disease Control and Prevention, 32% of all babies delivered in the U.S. in 2022 were delivered by C-section. Mm-hmm. Some women elect yeah. to have one. Or if, you know, their baby's overdue, there is a whole list of reasons why people have them. So he filed this lawsuit several years after the operation saying it caused the onset of a psychotic illness that led to the breakdown of our marriage. Several years later. I'm sure that's why (sighs) your marriage failed. Not at all that you made the birth of your child about you. Oh, Lord. No, thank you. Yeah, let's get back to you. Not that your wife delivered this a healthy man. baby and you have a child. I can, I, uh, so he chose people sue over. I don't even know. Well, and here's the thing people choose these ridiculous lawsuits, but an attorney has to take that. 
case and spend a lot of time researching and finding ways, yeah, finding ways that they can win. So he did choose, though, to represent himself. Oh, okay. So this guy is a narcissist. Yes. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm just assuming. I'm judging him. Let me judge him. I'm a pregnant lady. I'll do what I want. He's... Okay. You're reaching. So the judge dismissed the suit and deemed the claim an abusive process. Yeah. The trial proceedings included a medical examination of him, with the panel concluding the degree of psychiatric impairment did not satisfy the threshold level, according to the judgment. Lawsuits that are seeking damages for non-economic losses, such as this one, require that an injury is significant, the judgment said. So, with regards to the medical panel's conclusion, which he disagreed with, he uh, said that he was unable to agitate the correctness of it all. So, it was dismissed September the 12th. Oh, my Lord. Oh, my gosh. The audacity of this man. I mm-mm. Could you imagine being married to him? No. I, no. His poor wife. To like your tra- tell me about your trauma from my to, C-section. Right to go to the links that close he your eyes went through to file a lawsuit and sue the hospital is completely outrageous. Like I said, I've had a C-section. It's no small procedure. You are strapped down. Your entire stomach is cut open. The muscles, the uterus. Whoa. Then the baby is literally pulled forcefully from oh your God. gaping open oh body. God. Your organs are pushed around. Then they sew you up internally. Then they staple the outside. And then after all of that, they hand you this baby that now you have to do everything for and take care of. Oh, no. I didn't close the door. We've got a loud mouth on our hands. That's awful. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I can't even going through what I went through. And then people elect for those and people elect to have Mm C-sections. Well, so they can plan it. So it's like, this is, I got shit going on. And so this is when my baby's going to be born. Yeah, that makes sense. I'm I'm sure they probably made it sound really nice. I'm sure they probably immediately regret it. (sighs) Oh, God. I don't know. Nice. Yeah. What a jerk. So what I'm going to talk about has been all over the headlines. This is what I was going to cover last week. Uh Uh-huh. I'm sure you've heard about this. So, do you know about the one chip challenge? I have a little boy who thinks he's a teenager. Has he done it? Hell no. Okay, okay, good. So no. Samuel did this last Christmas, I believe, with his little brother, who was sixteen at the time, uh-uh. and our sister-in-law. It was not pretty. I think you said this before, didn't they? Like throw up. So. <sighs> Well, Samuel's eyes immediately started watering. He was bright red. Then he went to the sink and just put his mouth under the faucet for a long time. My sister-in-law was streaming tears. I think she threw up. If not, she was dry heaving. Mm -mm. His younger brother just looked ill. They were all okay, but it was like, why do it? Why Why? would you do that? They tried to get me to do it. His aunt did. I'm like, I would never do this. No, that sounds miserable. No. So it's called the Pocky One Chip Challenge, and the single chip is spiced with Carolina Reaper and the Naga Viper Pepper, and they're the hottest peppers in the world. My acid reflux. Immediately, no. No. I can't even eat a raw jalapeno, so I know 
I couldn't do this. I can't if it's like sliced up in something, but I'm not just going to take I'm a bite out of out it. I picked them all out of my breakfast burrito at, remember, a few weeks ago at Town Pump. And it was Did still you? spicy. I thought that was peppers that you were picking out. Yancey was picking out the peppers. Oh, I was just Lord. picking out the jalapeno. You too. He picked everything out. It was still hot. So, recently a teenager in Massachusetts tried this chip challenge and ended up dying. What? Yeah. Harris Wollabaugh was in 10th grade and the police were called to his home on September 1st to find him unresponsive and not breathing. He was transported to a hospital where he was pronounced dead. How old was he? He was in 10th grade, so around 16. Oh my gosh. The state's medical examiner's office said it will take two weeks before his cause of death is determined. I need to Google that real fast and see if they... I'll Google it. Keep talking. So, the chips manufacturer, Pocky, Pocky, asked retailers to stop selling the product. Harris's family has blamed the One Chip Challenge for his death. The chip is marketed for adults and that it should be kept out of the reach of children, but you know... They're going to get it. It's not like it's alcohol. Yeah, children are going to try it anyway. Well, there was a... It may have been the same kind that Max wanted to get at the gas station one day because we stopped by mm-hmm. the gas station in the morning before I take him to his dad's because he always has to get like a protein shake right. and some snacks for school. And so he wanted this hot, hot chip. I don't remember what it was. Mm-hmm. I didn't see the package, but she rang it up and it was $19. It's expensive. I said, hell no. Go put that bag of chips back. $19? <laughs> no. Just that alone. Hell no. That's, mm So now kids are getting in trouble for taking the chip to school. Two weeks ago, a 10-year-old Florida girl was suspended for bringing one to school. That's exactly what it was. I'm looking at the box. That's that's what it was. Yeah, it's like in a coffin. It looks like a coffin. Yeah. So... Girl, they sell them at come and go. I know. I know. No. So a 10-year-old Florida girl brought one to school and six children there needed medical attention after they came in contact with the chip. I'm guessing they broke it up into pieces. There have been reports from around the country of teens who have gotten sick after taking part in the challenge, including three students from a California high school who were sent to a hospital. Paramedics were called to a Minnesota school last year when seven students fell ill after taking part in the challenge. Friends of Harris said they heard about the chip challenge on social media and his death has convinced them It's more dangerous than they previously believed. That's so terrifying. Yeah. Pocky, a Texas-based subsidiary of the Hershey Company, said in a statement posted on its website last Thursday that they were deeply saddened by the death of Harris. They said, quote, We have seen an increase in teens and other individuals not heeding these warnings. As a result, while the product continues to adhere to food safety standards, Out of abundance of caution, we're actively working with retailers to remove the product from shelves. Dr. Peter Chai, an associate professor of emergency medicine and medical toxicology at Brigham and Women's Hospital in Boston, said the chips can be dangerous under certain circumstances. He said, It's possible eating these chips with high concentration of capsaicin capsaicin could cause death. 
which refers to the component of chili peppers that gives them their heat. He said it would really depend on the amount of capsaicin. I don't know how you say that. I'm not a pepper person. But that an individual was exposed to in high doses, it can lead to fatal dysrhythmia or irreversible injury to the heart. That is insane. All from a pepper. Yes, it's absurd. Another physician, Dr. Kappen at Cleveland Clinic, said the hottest peppers like ghost peppers can kill you, but it is unlikely. He said you'd have to eat a huge amount of them. The rule of thumb is not to eat more than one-fiftieth of your weight in hot pepper. He went on to say it can still cause physical damage and pain so severe you need emergency care. Good grief! So the articles did not mention that he had underlying conditions. It's possible he had one that wasn't diagnosed yet. He was a basketball player, though, and seemed like a perfectly healthy kid. So I wouldn't think it was likely he had one. But it would be a coincidence for someone to try that chip challenge and die from something unrelated. You know what I mean? But it's possible, but that's still very scary. Were you able to find any updates? No. Yeah, so they still haven't released his cause of death officially, so... I'm interested to see that because that's that's just wild to me. That is insane and terrifies me as the yeah, mother of don't a kid. Let him do it. No, I'm glad it was as expensive as it was because I I didn't I didn't know that this was the same chip. Yeah, it's wild. Well, I have another food. Oh, okay. Related, um, wacky. Perfect. Sixteen year old girl was stabbed to death outside of Washington D.C. McDonald's. And an apparent dispute about sweet and sour sauce. Oh, no. Yes. So, the minor, I'm not going to mention her name, of Waldorf, Maryland, was allegedly killed by another 16-year-old girl outside a fast food chain in a popular nightlife section of the city around 2 a.m. Holy crap. Six. Mm. I know. Deadly knife attack stemmed over an argument about chicken nugget dipping sauce between the two teen girls and another girl. The verbal dispute turned physical, and the third girl hit the teenage suspect, who did not initially fight back, according to security footage. The 16-year-old girl instead lunged at her as a third teen tried to get into the vehicle. So now these two girls are fighting, and the other girl jumped in the car. Like, I don't want to be a part of this. Lord have mercy. She allegedly stabbed the girl in the chest and abdomen with a a 7.5-inch pocket knife. Good lord, that's a big that's pocket a big knife. knife. Mine is like one and a half the fact inches. That you have a pocket knife blows my mind. So the girl was rushed to the hospital by a private vehicle but could not be saved. She oh died my. the day before school started back oh after summer no. break. Oh my god. The 16 year old suspect, whose name has not been released, right. was arrested Sunday and ordered to be held without bail until her court date. This girl is also from the same town. She's charged with second-degree murder while armed, and she plead not involved, which is the juvenile version of not guilty. Oh. At the end of the day, someone is dead over a dispute over sauce, the D.C. Superior Court Judge Sherry Beatty author said as she announced that the child will remain in custody until her hearing. She was found to be in possession of the knife when the police handcuffed her. She literally brought a knife to a fist fight, the prosecutor said. 
The teen's defense attorney claimed she acted in self-defense. D.C. officials have created a curfew for minors age 16 and younger. The curfew, which begins at 11 p.m. on weeknights and midnight on weekends, is part of an effort to stop all the juvenile violence that is happening in the district. Good luck with that. That'll happen in your bathrooms at school. So this girl was the 13th person under the age of 18 to be killed in Washington this year. What in the world? All at the hands of other minor children. I, it's it's, it's ter- wild how aggressive children can be. Mm. Mm. Seven inch. That's not even a pocket knife. That's like a that's gonna stick out of your pocket. Right, that's in that's like a big knife in your purse. Oh, mm-mm. that wouldn't even yeah. fit in my little purse. Over sweet and sour sauce. If As you're getting beat up that, and stabbed uh, over dipping sauce, whoever you there's are, there's an with, anger problem. Yeah, yeah whoever big you're time. with is not your friend. There's an anger problem. Well, you know this was obviously about something else. It wasn't about the dipping sauce. It, it, this dipping sauce may have been the straw that broke the camel's back. You know what I mean? Man. But reading stuff like this makes me a nervous wreck for my kid to get older. I know. It takes you talking to one person wrong or <sighs> them being in a bad mood. Exactly. And that person being a loose cannon and then your kid is gone. It's just senseless. Anyways. Good Lord. Yeah. I also stopped reading my romance novel. Why? It got boring? Not <laughs> it was smutty just enough? too unbelievable. It was too much. Too unbelievable for She's you. She's just, you know. Oh, my I'm, God. I'm reading this and going, he's love bombing her. Okay. He's love You're bombing like, no. her. I can't deal with weak, whiny girls and dudes that are, I'm the man for you. Ew. Like, I can't, even in fictional characters. <laughs> I guess I'll just stick to my books about scary shit because that's a good plan. Maybe I'm just not meant for love, even to read about. Maybe. I don't know. Well, I gave up. I'm like, that's that's enough. That's enough. Immediate delete. Can't. So we got a wacky story from listener Sarah Marie. Oh, good. Yeah. I love when people write in because I don't have a wacky story to offer this week. So I don't have one either. She wrote. Last month, my Mimu passed away. Aww. I'm sorry. That's that's sad. She was on hospice for eight months, and it was like she's not going to make it to this day, and she would, and then it's like she's not going to make it to her birthday. Aww. But she did and passed away two weeks later. In this time, our pastor would come to see her every Thursday. I've been going to the pastor's church for a few months before Mimu passed. So I knew this pastor. Halfway through Mimu's funeral, the pastor stops talking. He was reading from a paper he had done. Red flags start to go because this is not his normal thing. For him to just stop reading for so long, his eyes were closed. Then a few seconds later, he started to kind of swirl around. And then he started to fall. What? My aunt and uncle jumped up and grabbed him before he fell. My husband's best friend bolted across the room to check on him because she's a nurse. Most people there were either nurses or EMTs. The funeral home called the ambulance. We went outside because there wasn't much for us to do. While we were outside, we saw an ambulance drive by. The parking attendant tried to wave them down, but they kept going by. So fast forward to 10 minutes or so from the call, the ambulance goes by again The same parking lot attendant was waving them down again, and then they drove by. 
The parking attendant was in the road, this time yelling and waving their arms. They turned around, and by this time, the pastor was standing, and they were able to walk around. They checked his vitals. Everything seemed to be good. He continued with the service, and he joked that every time he would go to visit Mumu, she would always offer him M&Ms, but he would decline. He said, I guess this was her way of one last time getting me to eat an M&M. Mimu would always have candy in her room. At her funeral, my cousin said Mimu always had candy and no, she didn't have diabetes. <laughs> Here to find out, the pastor wanted to make sure Mimu's funeral was perfect and he didn't eat breakfast that morning, so he skipped breakfast. One thing about Mimu is that everyone that knew her loved her. She was a kind and generous lady. Side note, I talk about your podcast so much that my husband's now binge listening to your podcast. Oh, awesome. I'm very sorry to hear about your Mimu. Yeah, that's it's tough when you lose a grandparent. Yeah. And I love, though, when a husband starts listening. That's always a compliment. Oh, yeah. No wacky for you. <sighs> I mean, I'm in my third trimester officially. You had a baby shower. I had a baby shower. It was good. I got, it was fun. Oh, my gosh. Loaded up. I have a small SUV. Loaded that sucker up. I had to leave a ton of stuff at my mom's. You can go back and get it. To, I'm going to have to go back and get it. We'll be up there Thanksgiving probably now. Hopefully. Hopefully. I don't want to have my baby three weeks early. <laughs> that would be three weeks. Yeah. I'm going to be real scared around that time. Like any day, any moment now. No, I, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. Wacky. This is, uh, I found out you can be up to two weeks late before they induce you. Two weeks? Then you have a terrible doctor. There's no way my doctor would let me go that long. I'm I mean, not, I'm sure it's possible that you can. Surely not. But I wouldn't think. Two weeks is a long time to be. I wouldn't think nowadays that doctors would let you go that long. I would think you could be like. Days. Induce me now. I don't know. Can you do that? Can you make that decision? I mean, if there's something going on. But waiting two more weeks? I'm I like, can't. do you know how long I've been pregnant? No, no right? <laughs> Every woman does. Every woman's going, hell oh, no. And I have another ultrasound tomorrow. And I have to do a glucose test, drink that nasty drink again. I've already done it once. And get my blood drawn. All the fun things. It's worth Yay. it. Yay. Yeah, it, it is. It's 100% going to be worth but it. But they're just obsessed with getting my blood. I swear, they work for vampires. <laughs> Anything wacky with you? No wackies. Uh, took Max to the Halloween store. We I did saw our, that. our annual uh, picture. Love it. With the with the scary mask. Um, I noticed a lot of old school Halloween costumes. Really? Like Frankenstein. What? Oh, cool. Bride of hmm. Frankenstein. You know, those old school monsters, they just don't ever go out. They don't. But you don't see the costumes as much. No. A lot of um, Mars attacks and oh, alien that's stuff. that's random. Yeah. A lot of that stuff. Huh. Or killer clowns from outer space. Maybe it's because aliens are real now that they're jumping in on it all of a sudden. I don't <laughs> know. Capitalizing they're capitalizing on aliens. on it. I don't yes. know. Um. Have you thought about what your costume is going to be? I still have no idea. I, well, Max and I are going to do one just for pictures, but mm-hmm. I don't know what I'm going to be for like. What's the one you're going to do for pictures? Labyrinth. Oh, that's a good mm-hmm. one. That's mm-hmm. good. With his blonde, long hair. Can be Bowie. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. So that's going to be fun. That's a good one. Um, But yeah, he's going to be <laughs> an inflatable dinosaur. The T-Rex, because oh. he thinks it's the funniest thing ever. And so do it I. It is funny. I, I think it's it. hilarious. When our kickball team dressed up in those, I, I was just laughing it's so hard. so fucking funny. It is. But it just is. think, this time next year, 
I'll have to plan baby a family cost. I told Samuel about that, and he's like, wait, what? Why Just do we have pictures. to do that? I'm like, yes. And to take him trick-or-treating. We have to take a family photo. And you'll have to do it for trick-or-treat, too. Yeah. So. Ooh, and I can get, the, I can eat all the candy. You're going to have so much fun. <laughs> You're, you will, you will have, babies and kids make all the holidays so much more fun. And then. Oh, yeah. And then. I'm excited about stuff like that. And then you're looking like, man, these really sucked hard before I had kids. Yeah. Because the Halloween's fun. Christmas is fun. All I'm their super birthdays. stoked about Christmases. Yes. I mean, I know the first couple of years it's. Like this well, year, it's literally going to be a newborn baby. Yeah. Might be born on Christmas for all I he's know. Not, he's not going to. Yeah. But still. But you'll still get something. Yeah. yeah. It'll, He'll still have press in. I'm here come. for the holidays. Yes. Dying Easter eggs. I'm stoked mm-hmm. about that. Yeah, I can't wait eggs. till I have to basically decorate a box for him for Valentine's Day. Because I know I'll end up having to make it, and I'll be excited about it. It's it's a lot of fun. Because <laughs> I love arts and crafts. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Looking so, forward to that stuff. Anything else before we... I'm just um, getting more and more excited about all the scary movies I keep seeing on TV. Oh my gosh, I saw a preview for a Hulu movie coming out. Well, you know... No uh, one gets out... A l- I don't remember I, what I it's saw called. that. I know what you're talking about. But it's I saw like a too. home intruder, but it's uh-huh. a monster. Yeah, that looks freaky. There's also like a American Horror Story something that's coming on. Oh. I think it comes out like October the 13th, and okay. it's only on Hulu. Okay. Man, Hulu is, it's there, Huluween. It's Huluween. Everyone get Hulu. Exactly. This is not an ad. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's not an ad, but um, that's it. All righty then. Join us next week for more tales of wacky crimes and criminals to help you get through your week. Bye. Bye.